0: Previously on Tooth and Tail.
1: Uh, Old Sue, we have a plan to try and trap this beast, but we need your help.
0: Um, Old Sue takes a very, uh, long and hard a big horse think about this information, and she blows air out of her nose and then, like, does, like, a, a small nod. What would each of you like to do to prepare this trap? I want to do something that will
2: allow the trap to go off on the griffin and not the horse.
3: Yeah, like, three people each side of the snare with, like, weighted ropes so they can throw their ropes over the griffin when it gets into the snare
1: trying to secure the snare to, like, more trees in a way that if it's, like, pulling really hard on it, it might pull a tree on top of it.
4: Yeah, like, I, I sort of, I want to be, I guess, like, surveillance, high up surveillance.
0: Um, the griffin was hiding behind a couple of uh, pine trees that were in the forest, and he starts to sniff, and Burfer sees us, and he uh, just, like, he whips the reins on the horse, and he starts uh, flying down the way um, and the griffin screams which you can all hear and the Griffin starts to give chase and Burfer passes the trap and the Griffin its uh, legs get its leg gets caught and it uh, trips over itself and it's just screaming and clawing at Burfer. Hunter throws his rope over and the other hunter catches it and uh, snares it down. Thobrek throws his uh, rope the other one catches it and throws it down. And the westernmost one, uh, his rope does not make it over the griffin. Um, so the griffin is somewhat grappled. And let's go ahead and get into initiative. Top of the round, the griffin is first. And uh, the griffin rides underneath the, the rope set it's under. Um, and it's going to try and break free.
2: At the start of its turn, it does take 1d4
0: fire damage. Okay, I will go ahead and roll that damage. Uh, it takes three fire damage from this alchemist fire, um, so it's gonna roll saving throw. I'm gonna have the uh, hunters roll against this to see if it breaks free or not. The griffin is able to break free of the first rope that's attached to the the wet the east the westernmost rope. It just snaps right through, and then the rope that Thobrik is holding stays in place. So this thing has uh, slight movement, and um, it it has some range of movement. It can't really go that far um, due to the the snare and also the rope. Um, and it moves towards Zael and Enwin, and also Thobric and the other hunter. And its turn uh, ends there.
1: My tree trap.
0: Oh yeah, was that attached to the snare?
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be in such a way that when it started pulling through or if it started pulling through, it would pull a tree on top of it.
0: Okay, yeah. Let's see if that happens. The tree uh, does start to crack and break when the griffin moves and it's able to fall on the griffin's hindquarters and the griffin is going to take, uh, let's say, 2d6 damage oof almost rolled max at 2d6 uh the griffin takes 11 damage here zale it is now your turn
3: okay i'm gonna pick up big mama dragging it on the floor towards the griffin's face i'm gonna mm-hmm. smash it on the griffin's face okay and i roll a 21 to hit
0: yeah a 21 hits
3: and i'm gonna hit for nine damage
0: Hell yeah. The griffin takes nine damage as you uh, slash it across its face and it has a big old red gash um near its beak and it uh, it's it screams out at you.
3: Scream. That's it.
0: Okay. Um and it is now your go. What
2: are what are the conditions for starting rage? I
3: think I How just does that work. You just can you just, can just do it? This action rage
2: Once a day. Oh for some reason I thought it was like when you got hit or something maybe that's
0: something else so for rage you can bonus action start it but the conditions to keep it up or you either have to to deal damage or you have to get hit
3: you also can't be wearing armor
0: right and i think you can't you also cannot cast spells but that doesn't really matter here okay you have yeah you have to be like dealing damage or taking damage to be kept up in your rage form did you are you raging out here or no no i
2: i was just curious okay N is going to run up next to Zael, and uh, I'd like to try and stab the Griffin in its good wing.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. You 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 hop on its left side, and you you go to take a stab at it.
2: All right. Uh, so that's one attack with the short sword. That's a
0: sweet nasty nine. Yeah, that does not make it. The Griffin's wing flies up when you uh, try and stab it the first time.
2: I'm. I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage Okay. take a couple steps back,
0: and sure. then I will end there. Okay. Um, and then next in the order, Roxy, um, I'm going to remind you, you are in a tree, so you're <laughs> going to have to climb down if you want to take any sort of movement towards the griffin.
4: How, did we establish how high up I am?
0: I think the, I said the pine tree is about like 35 to 40 feet tall, so I want to say you're like 25, 30 feet up. So you're pretty much gonna have to use your whole movement action to get down the tree,
1: or you can jump.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly thinking of jumping.
0: Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll an acrobatics check.
4: Okay. Twenty-one.
0: Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. You. You leap down this tree, and I think you are using. Do you have like a knife or anything, or like a? I have a sickle. Yeah, oh, I you have your sickle and a Dagger. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You use your your um, your dagger to like uh put you like stab your dagger in the tree to like uh, slow your fall as you descend. Um, and the dagger is just like cutting through this tree. You do land. You still take uh, a little bit of like you, you like hit the ground and you're like your shocks, like in your fucking knees. Like you feel like they, they kind of went like a little numb. Go ahead and take, uh, two damage from that fall. Man, It's better than you flying out of the tree and dying. <laughs> 35 feet. 30 that's, high. You would have probably broken a fucking leg if you were to just jump out of the tree. <laughs>
4: I'm Roxy. It's fine.
0: I'm the DM. It doesn't matter.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, so you are uh, out of the tree. I say I will say you still have 15 feet of movement.
4: Uh, yeah, I'll move a little bit closer to the griffin. Okay. And then I will end my turn. You
0: don't want to throw a dart or anything at it? Oh, am I allowed to? Yeah, you just moved. You didn't attack or anything. Oh,
4: okay. I will throw a dart and aim for its eye.
0: Mutilate. Mutilate. <laughs>
4: Seventeen to hit.
0: Yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Four damage. Four damage. Um, yeah, you you catch the griffin um on its forehead with this dart, and it takes four damage, and it, it goes, hey, why'd you fucking do that? Nice. And then jam it is. Now you go.
1: I will approach it from behind. I'm gonna. I don't, I figure it's safe to move through the snare area now that it's been already triggered. Yeah, it's been
0: caught. So you're. Um, I'm gonna say the tree is also rough terrain. That fell. Okay.
1: So 5, 10, 20, 25 Alright, and then am I flanking from here? Yeah, I
0: think you're flanking Or you you are flanking, this thing is a 2x2 two two, So I think any side of it is fine Or if you're on any square okay.
1: Alright, really. and I'll continue to pummel its haunches Pummel that big ass uh, So advantage?
0: Uh, yeah 15 Yeah, that hits Go ahead and roll for damage
1: Sweet 10
0: 10 damage Ooh. Yeah, you uh deal 10 damage to this thing You slice it up You slice up its but nice nice that's what i like to hear it recoils forward from the hit and it screeches yet again
1: okay and i think i'll use my bonus action to uh i don't know if i want to use my bonus action or i don't know if i want to use bardic inspiration on zale or n on the griffin <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna make him fly again
0: <laughs> i wink at the griffin
1: n has not gotten in there, tm yet so i'm gonna bum it bum bum at n
0: i feel stronger yeah and you now have bardic inspiration thank you very much yeah it's now the griffin's turn um the griffin is going to take damage from the alchemist fire which is three damage Griffin takes three damage from the alchemist fire as it still burns and then the griffin is going to attempt to bite you zale that's a 16 to hit it hits okay um, and then it is going to bite you. Um, it bites you for nine damage. Whew. Um, and then it's going to use its claws to attack you as well. Because it has multi-attack. Um, and that is an 11, which I think misses. It
3: misses, yeah.
0: Yeah, good thing, Thank too. Goodness. That would have been fucking nasty. Yeah. Okay, and uh, the griffin tries to like move uh, around to, to move, but it, it can't really go anywhere because it is still trapped in the, the snare and now Zael, it's your turn.
3: Alright. Uh gonna swing back again with Big Mama. Okay. So rolled a hit.
1: This time with flanking.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Oh yeah. Roll that advantage.
3: Got a 20 to hit.
0: Mob 20. Alright. Good thing you had an advantage. The other one was a nat one. <laughs> um oh. yeah, you you hit. Go ahead and roll for damage.
3: Alright. Uh 14 damage. Ooh.
0: Good. Oh my Lord. Yeah, you, you hit this thing for fourteen damage and it looks it looks terrible. It's like it, it's like gushing out blood from its its hits and it's like barely standing. It's kinda it's it's wavering Zale, um, in its stance.
3: Zale's invigorated, but I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Kat,
0: Kat, you're you're good at this, Kat. <laughs> Zale, Zale is ready, but Zale is like, oh, I will bathe bawling. in your blood and Cat's like, hey, I'm so <laughs> sure. okay. um, I am so sorry. Alright, is that it? Yeah. Okay, um, Edmund, it is your turn. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check for me.
2: Sounds good. I, I was wanting to peep that bracelet before we murder him. Um, yeah,
0: this is, if you want to just go ahead and do that, that's what this roll is going to be for. Okay. <laughs>
2: um, Can I... I know he's like, or you, I, I, I was going to ask if I could Arcana or is now that I can see it closer or is perception um, more appropriate he... for what's happening? It, it's I up to you. I think perception
0: is more appropriate for All what's right. going on.
2: That's a 16.
0: So this, uh, this, uh, anklet that the Griffin is wearing, you can see it, uh, uh clearly now even though it's still a little darker a lot closer to it than you were before uh, you saw when you saw it before it just looks like a metal band that has been um like a- attached to the griffin's leg you don't see a seam on the side that you're looking on you do however see uh on the uh, so the griffin is looking at you to the south, and uh, the griffin's back left leg, you can see a small, like, purple dot, and it is facing towards the, like, into the forest, like, in the east side of the forest. Um, and every time the griffin, like, the griffin's, like, struggling and it's, like, moving slightly, the the dot is, like, moving direct, like, very, very slightly directions, are, like, along the bracelet on the east, so it's, like, looking like... Almost
2: like a compass pointing mm-hmm. north. yeah. Okay. Hmm. I don't. That's okay. I'm still going to shoot him.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh.
2: I'm I'm going to use my light crossbow on him. Okay. Um. And use it three times. Use it so many times. <laughs> That's a 13. I'm going to... Bardic. I
1: was going to say, you can, yeah, add it after.
0: A 1d4. Um, okay. 1d6. I will be nice and tell you that you will not need to use it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, the that hits the Griffin. So go ahead and roll damage. All right, I'm
2: gonna roll damage, and I'm gonna do my sneak attack as
0: well since they're friends.
2: That's gonna be twelve damage total. Okay.
0: Yeah, you. Is there anywhere specific you want to hit this Griffin? Uh, uh, in between the eyes. Okay, and that's where your shot lands, and. Uh, your crossbow flies out. Your your bolt flies out of your crossbow, and you hit it above the beak, uh, square on the eyes, and this thing cries out one last time before it slumps to the ground and it is dead.
2: Da na 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 na! Yay! Uh, Good sheet. Is uh is the bracelet? Is the dot still pointing that direction?
0: Um, you can't really tell right now because the way that it fell, the, the griffin is like, it's like body is covering this dot, but you can definitely go check. I would
2: love to go check.
0: The, all the hunt, while you're, while you're going to do that, all the hunters, um, like they shout in unison and they, they speak in, in Dwarvish, which I don't know if any of you know Dwarvish. Nope. Nope. Okay.
3: Whoa. Wait, let me, let me check real No, quick.
2: I don't. I do not.
3: No.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so they, they say something in Dwarvish, and they, they all shout it in unison, and uh, they go around just, like, hugging each other, like, patting each other on the back, and Fobrik he's like, I, I can't believe we did it, we got rid of the griffin!
2: Yeah, great job, I I'd really... I, I now have this, like, kind of pit in my stomach that this isn't quite over yet, and I want to go check out the bracelet.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you go to check the the bracelet out. Um, I'm not going to need you to make any sort of check because you can just see it. Um, you go to the griffin's back left leg, and you um, go to look at it, and you see that the the, uh, the bracelet still has that compass pointer, um, and it is still pointing in the same direction that it was before. Am
2: I able to get it off of the griffin, or am I going to have to, like, hack its leg off?
0: Uh, there does not seem to be a seam that you can unclasp this uh, bracelet from, or this anklet from. Oh, God.
4: Uh, I I see that N is looking at the bracelet, and I hand him my sickle.
2: Uh, all right. I I I kind of nod in thanks, and then I would I would like to yeah get the bracelet uh, off
0: without going into terribly <laughs> gruesome detail for everybody mm. listening. Um, you you are able to you are able to get the anklet. Great. Cool.
2: <laughs> I take it. Are are the dwarves still like celebrating and stuff? Yeah,
0: there's still like yeah, they're still like uh celebrating. A couple of them are like checking out the griffin and like looking at it and like in surprise today, they like they have never seen a griffin before. Mm-hmm and uh you you see Burford like you guys see Burfer like outside of the forest edge and he's just like he like does like a like a fist like he jumps in the air and does like a fist bump Woo! to nobody or like he does it in the direction of old Sue oh <laughs> thank you old Sue nice that's crazy how the bartender hasn't noticed that his fucking horse yeah is I, I, I was neglected. just thinking
2: like like because because we turned old Sue into her own woman it felt weird asking permission <laughs> For something she yeah, already for, agreed asking to for do. Old
0: Sue's hand and <laughs> helping the Griffin fight, yeah, from her father, her, her friend, dad. I don't know. owner, master. I don't know. <laughs> you think you think the bartender is Old Sue's dad? Yeah, nice. But yeah, now you you have this this bracelet that has this um this compass heading on it. You can see that like you don't really have to like turn. You can look at it kind of like a compass. Um, and the the uh, band actually has, like, a small purple, um, like, that, that comes over the the edge of it. So you don't have to, like, like look at it head-on to see.
2: Is there a way that I can, like... Can I, like, talk to the group without... Like, I don't want the dwarves to necessarily here, but I don't want to be crazy
0: suspicious about that. Yeah, I think the dwarves are still, like, wrapped up in their, like, celebration. Okay. Um, like, a couple of them, like, start pulling out flasks, and one of them uh, starts, like, singing in dwarvish. I, I pull everyone aside and i say uh hey i
2: have sort of like a personal curiosity about where this bracelet is pointing it seems to be uh pointing towards something deeper into the forest our contract is finished um we we completed the contract and uh, i expect we'll receive payment and the accolades all that would you all be willing to check this out i'm I'm curious as to what's going on here but i I kind of also want to be able to just collect our coin without further question, if that makes sense.
4: I'm on board. Do you want to go check it out right now? I mean I'm I'm down to go with you. I just don't know when you want to go.
2: I mean the this the Griffin was the scary part about this place at night, right? I would like to go check it out, but I, I'd also like to go I'd kind of like to go without everyone else, if that's possible.
3: As in without the, the
2: dwarves, without the townsfolk. S-
3: sounds good maybe there'll be something interesting in there
2: yeah i just in case someone in the town is somehow involved like i i just want Mm -hmm. i want to assess it first and then we can tell them if it's a benign thing you know i
3: see i see yeah for now we should go back to the town with them and celebrate
2: yeah that's true maybe we could check it out like in the morning or uh we could go we could sneak out after celebrating
3: yeah i like that that sound okay It'd be kind of suspicious if we just left. I think I like the, the, the resting
1: face. idea based on the fact of all the blood coming out of Zale.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> That's true. I mean, we have that nasty goo that seems to put blood back in your body.
3: Oh, uh, I forgot about that. All right. I'll take a swig of that.
2: I want to walk up to Burfer and help him down from Old Sue.
0: Yeah, he. Um, you, you guys go back into... Um... I didn't even think about that. He can't even fucking get down. <laughs> he can, I mean, um, I'm sure he yeah, could the, fall gracefully, but I just oh, wanted yeah, to be probably. gentlemanly. Yeah. The um the ten of you head back to uh, the four of you with the other hunters and Thobrek and tow. and you guys help Burfer down, and Burfer is like also like uh talking in uh dwarvish slightly or like a bit, and he goes to like do the rounds and like hugging all of his friends and Thobrek and him like uh give each other like a a firm handshake and a pat on the back and he turns around to you for and he's like I I you know I I didn't think you were you weren't going to be able to do it but I'm still surprised that it it was able to happen. Um, and I I I cannot tell you how how thankful I am that you guys were able to to rid the village of this.
3: It was also thanks to the efforts of uh your honorable men who helped us.
0: Of course, of course. And yeah, we, and Sue
3: and, and Sue. And Sue,
0: and he, yeah, he pats Sue on the head.
3: Our most honorable warrior.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and he says, uh, yeah, everybody did, everybody did very well. Um, well, uh, there's no point being around the bush. Um, we can go get your payment now, and I'll sign the contract so you can send it back to the Lion's Guild, uh, the Lion's Den. Thank you. He goes back to Thobrex's tent, um, and he pulls out a, a decently large money sack, and he, Hands it to you when you hand over the contract, and he goes to sign it. Um, and you open the pouch, and there is eight hundred gold inside. Hey! Ooh.
2: Hey! Yes. There's thirteen gold in here. I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> I uh, I say uh, thank you, and we'll spread uh, the. What's the name of the town again? The village area.
0: Um, it doesn't actually have a name. They're just, they're just hanging New out. Dwarfenburg. Well,
3: we yeah. will tell the tale of the, uh, glory of the dwarves in the settlement, um, by the forest. Uh, go of back. Burfer
2: the Wise and Thorbrick the Brave. Exactly. And one,
0: two, three, and four, and five.
3: <laughs> I love one, two, three, four, and five.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, they, they look and they're, uh, they're, they're very grateful and they, they smile and they're like, thank, thank you for... For putting the village to to ease here of course and uh and, and burfer says oh um i can accompany you back to to town whenever you're ready my you know i have the shop in in malecron so I, I need to get back to that and uh, attend to that oh what what's your shop oh i'm a uh, blacksmith betrayed and i uh you know sell weapons and armor to to people that need it, mostly you know guardsmen that want an upgrade the, out of pocket and some some Lions Guild. I actually have some custom orders from the Lions, and then that I send up every now and again. So if you need anything, go ahead and hit me up on Google. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, I didn't I didn't know that. That's that is good to know. Uh, I I would yeah. love.
0: Do you make armbands? Uh, yeah, I can if you if you like me. Yeah, to. I think we need
2: a bunch of armbands because. Theo seemed pretty upset that he uh,
0: was out armbands. Oh yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I can talk to Theo about it. We can get something set up. Cool. Um, I'm actually nice. doing this also because I forgot that I because I went back and listened to the recording and I forgot that I said that he has a shop in Melikron. Uh huh. Um, because I was just like, oh, he's just from this fucking village, but he actually has a shop there, so he's kind of goes back and forth. Cool. So that is why I am inserting this because I forgot. Makes sense. Yeah, so he says. Uh, whenever you're ready to leave, uh, we can we can head back. You know, it's not that far away. So, just let me know when you're ready, and we can we can head out.
2: Okay. Would you all want to leave? Well, can we talk? Can we talk about that in the morning? Do you mind? We will. We kind of want to figure out our schedule a little bit, and then we'll.
0: Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, you have all the time in the world. I mean, I know you probably want to celebrate doing this contract, so take as much time as you need.
2: Oh, we should bring the head to the bar owner. He would probably get a kick out of hanging that, uh, or maybe
0: the matching he... wing. Yeah. yeah he... He's the like, matching yeah, let's, wing, let's, for sure. Let's bring the whole damn thing back to the village. <laughs> all
1: right. Okay. okay.
3: Cook up some griffin.
0: No, no sense in wasting meat. Isn't it missing <laughs> its foot?
1: <laughs> Who wants some griffin bacon?
3: It is definitely missing
1: its foot. <laughs> he,
0: he, he looks and he's like, well, at least that's real bacon. <laughs> at least it's edible bacon. Wow.
1: Shut up. Look at what I got. And I want to show him this shiny ass geode. <laughs> he says, "Oh, well, that's
0: kind of cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Is that what happened to your bacon? Whoa, was the.
0: Whoa. That's the, the fat caramelized inside the. Oh, the bacon. that's, that's awesome. Gargoyles yeah, are so cool. <laughs> Gargoyles are so epic. Um yeah, so you I think the all of you just start to drag this this griffin back into town and a lot of the the townsfolk are like they're like, What the fuck? Like that's what was in here. <laughs> and yeah, you, you guys uh like the whole village celebrates and um you have a good Griffin Stew and the <laughs> um Thobrek and a couple of his his hunter buddies help mount the the Griffin head and the other wing to the barn is now a full um set piece without the body awesome can i can i keep one of its talons Uh, yeah sure i mean i'm gonna use everything so you might as well take whatever you want cool i'll take a talon sure you have a cool griffin talon. nice
2: once everyone has sufficiently celebrated i'd like to ask if if you guys wanted to return to the forest
0: yeah you guys are, are in the bar partying and there's um there's a, a a lapse in time where you guys can can all get together and and head out if you'd like.
4: Yeah. Uh
2: do you think you yeah. you can navigate a forest okay at night, Jams? You're looking a little woozy.
1: Yeah, it should be, it should be fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. And and downs his third water with a lemon in it. Uh hell yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, uh, so, uh, to the forest then? Unravel a fun little mystery?
3: To the forest.
2: Cool. Um, once once we get into the forest, I'd like to turn on my, my lantern as well.
0: Oh, yeah, we never established that, did we? Established um, it?
2: What, it did? I no, we think, did. Right? We talked about it. Uh, I, I can, I can see it. It glows like a soft red glow, but no one else can see it. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I I have it down. Oh yeah, I don't remember. Lantern. I don't remember
0: when you tinkered with it, but right
2: right after the fight, uh, we we messed with it a little bit.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Yeah. You you go ahead and um all of you touch the lantern as as N turns it on and there's this uh this deep ruby glow um not in the sense of like it's uh like it's the the light is still translucent it's still like normal light you can it's just lighting up red. Oh Kinda like a, a road flare. So that part we I didn't I thought it was like whomever attuned to it
2: could see, but everyone can see using the lantern if we all put hands on it. I, if I guess you all touch
0: dirt. it, yeah, if you're all touching it when it gets flicked on, you can all see the light, but nobody else can. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Okay, cool. Nice.
0: So you guys start to go through the forest, and you're not uh you're not having a hard time following this this compass. It's just leading you in a direction. Um and you guys are in here for I think you guys are like you're not taking it super like slow and and um not safe but you know like alert anymore um you you hear a lot of like ambient animal noises like small birds and, and crickets so those noises weren't really there when the griffin was around mm-hmm. um, so nature's you, healing <laughs> nature is back
4: Oh, well, the griffin was bullying nature in this forest how rude
0: and the compass uh you you keep following the point that it's at um, and the, uh, the thing gets uh, brighter and brighter, like the, it, it, the, the dot becomes a little bit larger and larger as you go through. And um, about an hour or so um, following this compass, you reach a small clearing that looks a lot different than the rest of the forest. Um, you see like a, a, a rock formation, like it's kind of like a steep rock um, that leads up and uh, there is a small cave on the top of it.
4: Huh.
0: So it's like, it's this area, it looks kind of like a mountaintop, in a sense. Interesting. And there is a, a cave on, on the top of this mountain that's fairly uh, decently sized. Big enough for a griffin to, to stay in.
4: How high up is
0: it? Maybe 30 feet? It's about the same size as the pine trees. You guys can, like, scale it, no problem. It like It's like a slope that you guys can climb up.
4: Alright, we heading
1: inside.
2: I I... I would like to. Is everyone okay with that?
1: Sounds good. This might seem silly, but can I do a survival check to figure out if the cave is natural or if it was created?
0: Sure. That's a good
1: question. 14.
0: Judging by the surroundings of this forest, it seems to just be like, you know, just like a normal forest with trees and smaller rocks and and moss and stuff. This, This seems like it was deliberately put here by something
4: i would like to take one last look at the band now that it's i guess a lot brighter yeah can i make an arcana check or did we did we establish that it's not a magical item
0: it's magic it is but we we established that it is a compass and it is it has now led you guys here
4: okay never mind uh it's not necessary okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and just climb in
0: okay Um, yeah, you, you guys scale this rock and you, you enter the mouth of the cave and the inside of, uh, this is kind of peculiar. There is on, on one corner, there is like a, a bed made of, of hay, um, that has been like soaked red, like caked with blood. And there's a couple bones nearby of just varying sizes and shapes. And you see a couple skulls, actually, um, some normal size, some smaller. Are they human or animal? Or human uh or... some of them are human and then some of them are a lot of the, the human ones are, are smaller, uh in size, and then there's just like other like like elk uh skulls and like other animal bones lying around. Got it. And then in the other side of the cave there is furniture there's like crudely made uh there's like a crudely made desk and like a wooden uh stool there's not too much else in this room though it's just like it's, it's very very basic there's like a bed a table and a stool that's that's in this cave and there are um some belongings strewn about there's uh um just like some some very like rotted clothes and uh a couple of swords one of the swords is like a, a very big broadsword. sword uh. and you do not find Anything else at surface level?
4: Was the Griffin someone's pet?
2: That broadsword matches the description of the guy who took the first wing. I'd like to uh, investigate the belongings, see if I can
0: gain any more information about what this who. Okay, this yeah. Is. Go ahead and roll an investigation check. It's a twenty-one. Okay. Um, are you investigating anything in particular, or are you just investigating like the just the little small area? I'm investigating.
2: I'm, I'm looking for personal effects. Uh, I'm like, I guess just the small area. I'm looking through those things, checking out the broadsword, seeing if I can mm-hmm. get any indication if the person is. Currently living here, like if they were here recently, okay. or who they are, what they're doing here—that that's the kind of information i Yeah. Here. Um.
0: So you, uh, with with that, I will say that um, all of the belongings here look very, very old. Okay. The sword that, um, the big broadsword that you were checking out has been like rusted due to just weather, um, just being in a cave. You know, dealing mm-hmm. with the elements of just like oxidation. There's a lot of old, it looks like a mismatch of like animal pelts that have been put into some sort of like cloak or cape or something that has been like roughly sewn together that is now starting to to wear with age. Um, And you find a couple of like walking sticks, these like big, like brambled, like knotted walking sticks. And you go to um, investigate the desk and you pull out like one of the drawers and uh, there's nothing in there, but you can see that there's like a hidden compartment. I would like to check it for traps and then attempt to open it. Okay, uh, make a sleight of hand check for me. It's
2: a twenty modified.
0: Yeah, you, there, um, there is no traps. You, you, this thing was like pretty hidden. There was like a button towards the back of the drawer that you were able to find, like a very small one. Um, and you, you click it, and the there's a compartment underneath, like the uh, underneath the drawer that um, pops open, and a small, like a very very small uh, notebook pops out. Ooh.
4: Ooh, a diary. Hmm,
0: I guess I'll open it up. Okay, you open it up, and, and immediately your heart starts to race, because you, you recognize this text, and it is Sylvan. Sylvan, like the old Druids? Yes, like the Druidic language. Holy shit. Hey everyone, Bradley the DM here. Back at you again with another episode of Tooth and Tail on the Take the Ten podcast. Hope everybody's been doing all right. Hope everybody's Halloween wasn't super spooky. I had one trick. I had one, literally one little little kid trick or treater come to my house, and I gave them all of my candy. No new information this uh, week. Unfortunately, still working on uh, you know the Instagram and the YouTube and the website, uh, but hopefully that'll be up soon. I just started a new job. Uh, a couple days ago, so I'm still trying to get, you know, acclimated to that change. But hopefully it will be up soon. And as usual, if you have anybody that is interested in podcasts and D&D, and maybe, <gasps> wait, can you combine the two to make a and d podcast? Well, I guess that's what this is, huh? Well, if you have anybody interested in that, uh, interested in some fantasy, uh, maybe they are in a playgroup and they're waiting in between sessions, uh, and they want to get their D&D fix, go ahead and send them our way. I would greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I almost totally forgot. Uh, Hope you, you know, enjoyed the couple little sound effects I put in here. I'm just messing around with some stuff, and hopefully it turns out good, and I can keep putting some fun, you know, some door knocks and, like, uh, walking and, like, a door creaking and, like, oh, maybe a Wilhelm scream if I can get the rights to that. And this episode is going up on Monday, November 2nd, and it's already Christmas. It's crazy how when just Halloween's over, it's just already Christmas. And according to my Christmas calendar, because I said it was Christmas already, uh, the next episode should be going up on Monday, November 16th. So we'll see you on the 16th. And until then, uh, have a good day. And let's get back to the episode.
2: Okay, and N is like, uh, he immediately sits down at the desk and like, pulls out like an old journal and wants to start like translating what it says.
0: Yeah. So as we have talked about a little bit, just you and me. Mm -hmm. um, So the, I will also say this, the, um, the Sylvan language is a very compared to Latin, but a little bit rare. Like nobody uses it anymore because it was mainly used by Druids, which are all now gone. And you know, like a bit of Sylvan, but you have to use this journal that you have uh, collected notes in, um, in order to translate this book. You cannot speak it. You cannot understand it if somebody is speaking to you in Sylvan because of just the rate of normal speech. Right. Um, but if it is if it is written down, you can translate it. But it will take a couple days. I, I probably
2: have not heard anyone speak it either. No, yeah.
0: there is there is absolutely no way you've heard. No, yeah, you, you've never heard anybody speak this language. Okay. So you don't. Yeah, you don't even know what it sounds like. You just you've just been able to collect. Texts, and you've, like, matched, uh, you know, like, common symbols and, like, script. Yeah. To, so you were able to, to figure out some language, um, but this is going to take a couple days to decipher.
2: Okay. I guess N will say, I think that something a little bit stranger is going on. This book is written in Sylvan. I can... Um,
0: everybody else make a history check for me really quick.
1: Fifteen.
3: <laughs> Six. Eleven,
0: um, Jam. You know what Sylvan is, uh, Zale and Roxy. You do not know what Sylvan means.
2: I I just continue like just assuming that everyone <laughs> knows what it is. Yeah, I I say
1: my a, a little bit. Um,
2: I say uh, I can translate it, but it's going to take me a little bit of time to do so. Um, I think it's really important that we don't tell anyone about this. I I actually. <laughs> I, I guess now that I I lowell I'm thinking about it, I guess No, no, and, and would still share with the party since we're all in this together. But
3: uh what does that mean?
2: This is like ancient Druid writing, like from the long before time. Druid. You know, like the those guys who uh sealed away the uh yeah, I th- big I think monsters. all of you have like
0: had this as like a, a story time yeah. tale. About like the prodigiums being the rulers of Duberdawn and yeah, in long, long ago before the calamity happened.
4: So I know that Roxy doesn't necessarily know what Sylvan is. Um can I have her right. like actually take a look at it and see if she can remember, like, seeing text that looked like that, um, from when she was in the amanuenses.
0: Uh yeah, sure. How
2: um, how old is this journal? Like, how old does it does it look about like the Like, Physically? Yeah, like Does it look the same age? It doesn't
0: look that old. Oh my fucking god. Okay. It looks maybe... Like, the pages are, like, weathered and worn as in somebody wrote them, but it doesn't look like it's been, like, destroyed. It looks like... I don't know. It looks like a couple years old. This looks... It looks fairly... This is, like, the the most recent Sylvan writing that you have seen in, in forever.
2: I hand it to Roxy, and I say be extremely careful
0: with this.
4: I just made another history check, so...
0: Yeah. So <laughs> what what uh? What did you get? Six. <laughs> you know that during your time in the amanuenses, the the record keepers of Dolberdon, and also the book writers of Dolberdon, um, there was a an open section that you know anybody could like if if they were visiting the amanuenses or they were living there, um, during their time as in the guild, they could um check out books and just like read up on history and like other things that were happening in the world. You do know that there was a restricted section. In the emanuences, uh, uh, like the guild, that only high-ranking members and other authoritative figures were able to go into. Oh. Mm. But you, you, but you have never seen this writing before. This this writing is very. It's very confusing to look at. It just it's it's these symbols that don't have like a beginning or an end to them. It, it, it's kind of like cursive, where it, the the writing keeps going, and there's like sections of the symbols that like break off and attach to other symbols in different ways and like unique ways that make it look like there's like writing being formed, but you cannot make heads or tails of like, you're just, it looks like you're looking at like a fucking, like, like a Rorschach. (laughs)
4: Uh, I will, I will gently hand it back to N with a disgust face going like, yeah, this is why I was not with the amanuenses for that long.
2: (laughs) N is both like really excited and like terrified at the implications of this um so he's gonna
0: <laughs> hmm
2: I, i'd like to like wrap it in a cloth and then put it yeah you can in my you bag. can do whatever you yeah, need to, to i just want to keep it. it safe
0: yeah this thing isn't it's not like a weather journal so it's not like you fucking like open it too fast It's. Yeah, yeah yeah i i'm more I, i'm more worried about falling into a lake <laughs> or something oh,
2: like
3: that no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you you were able to protect it from the elements and you you put it back into your bag great um so I think decrypting this is going to take in game a couple of days to do. Right. And I think you you don't know. I think you know enough to I think you know enough to understand but maybe like more sophisticated words I don't think you would be able to translate. Yeah, deal. I think yeah, you can get the the gist of it though just from uh looking at this.
2: Uh over the course of 4 days, right? Or is what you're saying?
0: I said a couple, I didn't specifically say 4. Oh, okay but i think it, it it will take a couple days to um work on this okay totally good and when you say that do you mean
2: like like i can do that like before bed kind of thing or is it like i yeah. need to spend a day like a whole ass day um
0: i think maybe i th- i think just because of how long it takes to like decode like even a word uh-huh. i think you might have to devote a couple hours right. i don't want to i don't want you doing this like before bed cuz i feel like that's kind of um, it's, it's, that's not really going to do anything. You need right. to take like physical days out of your, or physical hours out of your day to, right. to work on this and, and stuff. Like it. rather than doing other things. Yeah. Got it. Got it.
2: Correct. That's, totally yeah. makes sense.
4: Before we wrap up in this cave, uh, mm-hmm. I do want to investigate. You said that for where the griffin was, there was like a stack of hay that was covered in blood.
0: Yeah. That's like presumably like where the griffin slept.
4: How big is the stack of hay?
0: Like, how, like, it's about the size of the griffin, so maybe, like, 30 feet, or 20 by 20.
4: Uh, all right. I, I kind of want to go looking for a needle in a haystack, I guess. I want to see if there's anything, like, hidden in the haystack, because I I just think it's very suspicious and weird okay. that this was a domesticated griffin. Okay. I will roll investigation. And I got a 16
0: okay yeah you you search through this blood saute and you you do not find anything of note it's like there's like small bones of like you know smaller game like rabbits and, and rats and stuff but you, you do not find anything like of of note what 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 is the bracelet doing now that we're in this cave it looks like the bracelet is still um pointing towards the back of the cave this is like towards like the front middle there's still like a back section of the cave that is not um uh, that you have not explored yet oh sh- it's not that big though it's maybe like another like 10 feet or so yeah um i I would like to continue towards that area okay um yeah you you walk back there um and you see this like um you see like this small obsidian pole i would say like sticking out of the ground um and it uh you you can see it like um there is like a every once in a while there's like a a slow um like purple line that travels up the the, the pole the pole's maybe like three or four feet tall it's not that big um, and it's very uh, very skinny um, and it travels at the pole and it hits the top and it like makes like a, a small like purple like a dim purple beam of light and then it disappears and it it, it keeps repeating this process that's pretty
4: maybe it's a game put uh, the <laughs> um,
0: and, and I I will also say that when you get closer to it like the um, like when you get right up to it the 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 um, The anklet, like, it it just glows like a dim purple, like the entire thing. Okay. Roxy, you said maybe it's like a game, like, uh, like maybe we need to
2: throw it onto the thing?
4: I, I think so. All right.
2: I, I, I don't throw it, but I just place the anklet around the pole.
0: Okay. Yeah, you do it and nothing happens. Okay. You, you slide it down and it, it looks the same. It just like, it's glowing this dim purple. Can I make an arcana check? Sure. So 16. This seems to be what is keeping this bracelet here. It it looks to be like this antenna is sending sending out a signal that the bracelet is receiving, um, which is allowing it to only go in a certain radius around this pole.
1: Hmm.
0: Am I able to move the pole? Can I like? No, it is like it is like it is like um, uh, stuck in the ground. Okay. Like it is like uh yeah, it is like part. Of, it's like almost like part of the ground.
4: Hmm. Can we break the ground? So, so this
2: is what's keeping, or was keeping the Griffin here. I just, I just don't understand why. I don't, huh?
3: Or exactly how? Like, who was able to make this for a Griffin?
2: Yeah, the the type of magic is a, like kind of eluding me too. I, I don't know. Um, it's it's This is some sort of enchantment, right? Oh, that's right. I did know that. Um, yeah, hmm.
3: a whole big four-legged bird boy
2: but why a griffin and why why here at J- Jams, would you would you say you shared the information that this isn't part of the area or
1: yeah yeah uh i was yeah i would have shared that with you guys that it's unnatural that the cave would be here
2: i don't know this is just it's just very strange <laughs> Uh, and I'm really interested. There's probably more information in the journal about what's going on. I imagine whomever made the journal maybe made this contraption. I, I just don't know what the importance of this area is. And I'm, I'm curious about that.
3: Yeah,
1: who's the thing here? And why did they have a pet
4: griffin?
2: Why did they need a
1: bird? Um, Did we try to investigate to see if like they've been like anyone personally had been here recently um
0: no, we did i don't know i do not believe so so you can do that now
1: okay is that investigation Mm-hmm. i
0: was gonna say it actually might also be an insight check if you want to do that either. or survival looking for traps yeah insight per uh, investigation or survival
1: i'm gonna go with survival <laughs> sure 16
0: okay um this place looks like it was um uh maybe not surface level um i don't think you guys were able to tell when you're first coming in here but it looks like um jam you like go and check around it looks like a lot of not a lot because there's not really a lot to begin with in this room but there are like things that that should be like that should be like holding something there's like a small like little rack that probably like held like a coat or like a pelt or something um but it looks like this place is like hastily abandoned oh and nobody has been back. It looks like whoever was here tried to cover up. They, like, left in a hurry, but they didn't do a thorough job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but you, you, you cannot tell how long this has been abandoned for you. You can just tell that it has been abandoned. Okay. I don't know. But
2: this is the entire cave now, yes? Like we've explored around here? Yeah, you here. guys have
0: explored the, the entire cave.
2: I, I think we should take note that this is here. Um... But I, I don't know if there's anything else we really can do here at the moment. I think we need more information. But I, I guess it also doesn't have anything to do with our job, but
3: but like, who would let their Griffin terrorize town people and steal their men and hide their bodies, you know, or at least feast on innocent people?
2: True. my my gut reaction to this is that they that either the person, who was living here needed some kind of protection and had like made a griffin to protect themselves. They could have the griffin to be guarding this area to prevent access to this area. But that, that part seems weird to me because it's just like a weird rock that shouldn't be here. I I don't know. I don't know.
4: Yeah. This, like this area is so bare bones and there's like, there's nothing special that we can find. So I, I wouldn't really understand why this specific cave would need protecting unless it was just specifically the owner that needed protecting.
2: Maybe there's, huh. If if this rock was like placed here or taken here, that that's like a big effort. You know, even if you're a extremely powerful, magical being, you have to decide to put this rock in this forest or, or whatever other effort had to be made to do that here. I just wonder why that was done as well. Um,
1: yes, I think you're right in that we're not going to find anything more here. Right and now. we
2: can always come back. It's not going to... It's a rock. It's not going to go anywhere, right?
1: <laughs> well, so. it got here and was not natural. It might leave unnaturally. That
2: would stink. But hey, if that does happen, then we know it's crazy, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, I do want to walk
4: outside and climb one more tree to see where where this cave is in relation to the rest of the forest.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea. So you're trying to, like, map it out, essentially? Yeah, because
4: I don't know if Jams wants to climb the tree to map that out, but...
0: I will say though that this 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 bracelet anklet item did lead you right here. But if you if you want to use a survival check to like map your direction out, then go for it.
2: I I like you're you're wondering if it's like directly in the center of the forest or something like that. Yeah,
4: like, like we we know how to find our way back to it. I just want to know where exactly this oh, is. Oh, like in
0: in like what the yeah like the position that it is, is yeah. it in the forest. Okay, um, go ahead and do a perception check for me. <laughs> You you're not even sure if you're in the forest anymore. Oh! Like you, you climbed up and you can see like a, a rock, and you're like, "How the fuck did we get in the mountains?" <laughs> uh, that is a nat. That is a nat one, by the way. Uh... So you're you're not super you're not super sure how you got here. Um, you see anything up there, Roxy? How did we even get here,
2: dude? Okay, you should come down. You should definitely not be up in a tree right
4: now. Maybe maybe there's some mm. kind of weird like magic stuff happening i i don't know man i'm confused Uh, come on down come on down i'll catch you if i have to
1: (laughs) (laughs) i won't
2: (laughs) (sighs) all right y'all want to head back then We can come back later if it
0: so interests us
4: yeah yeah sure
0: okay um yeah you guys um begin to leave the forest um, you guys make it to the end of the, uh, you guys make it to the break in the forest. Uh, and do you still have the bracelet?
2: Yes. I imagine um, You it can't go yeah, through. You,
0: you go, um, towards, like, the end of the forest and you're kind of, like, in the back. Everybody leaves the forest, um, and you, you feel like you cannot leave right now. Like, there's, like, some force, like, holding you back.
2: I think that probably freaks N out for a second. And he, he calls out. He's like, hey, guys. And then I think it kinda clicks and he's like, Oh, it's this thing. Uh can I bury it somewhere specific so I know where I could get it? Yeah. Does that make um sense?
0: go ahead and do a survival check for me to to hide. Either survivor or slider hand to, to hide oh, the I'll do
2: slide. oh, it's a one. I'll just <laughs> roll with that, I
0: guess. Alright. You go to like bury it and you like dig a very, very shallow hole and you put it in uh, vertically and then you bury it and there's still like half of it like, sticking up out of the ground I'm like yeah looks good enough looks for me. good to me and you walk away sounds good do we see this yeah you guys 100 percent see this uh
2: let's I go i feel great about leaving now <laughs>
0: yeah yeah you 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 can um bury it if you would like survival or sleight of hand
2: How that one, baby. how did you fight at least it was for something fucking stupid <laughs> did, did...
0: <laughs> like the worst dog burying his bone <laughs> hey, you you are able to like cover it um and like mark the position but it it just looks like a mound of like dirt um and I, yeah you're like eh, whatever
1: I just start stomping oh. on it until yeah, it's a little I, bit further in. Yeah, I
0: think you just, like, there's, like, a mound of dirt uh, just, like, sticking up out of the thing. And it, you just, like, all right, well, fucking whatever. I think you're also still, like, a bit drunk <laughs> at this point, too. So you're just kind of, like, stomping into the ground. And you're like, ah, fuck it, and you leave. Great. Nice.
2: I, I, I high-five Jams and say, I think no one will ever find it except for us.
1: I... Yeah, dude, I've already forgotten where it is uh,
2: Well, uh, I still remember, so I'll remind you later
1: You're the map guy uh, I guess I... that's
2: why you write shit down, Yeah, huh?
1: uh, Yeah, I Stuff. draw the map, so I don't have to remember I'm
4: watching this the whole time and I just facepalm um, Can I make a sleight of hand to fix it and then put
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Yeah, uh, put
4: some kind of like, I don't know Nearby mushroom barber. or something on top of it
2: A mushroom? There's, there is no way that you roll higher than a 10 here. There is no way.
4: Okay, let's
0: see. God!
4: Oh! 21! <laughs> <21.
0: laughs> Alright. Yeah, you, you were able to hide it, and you put, like, some moss glowing uh, growing, like, you, you, you strip off some moss from, like, a nearby rock, and you put it in such a way where you were able to identify the area in which you buried it.
4: Alright, I'm gonna uh, wipe off my hands like that and be like, okay, we can go now
0: all right um yeah and you you guys head back to um the bar and or to bed to enjoy your first assignment being done and uh thinking about the ways that you can spend your fucking fat stack of moolah